0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, it's uh, Monday, and you know what that means, of course. It's time for our regular segment, The Hoot. Uh, this week, joining us uh, from Calgary, Rob Roach. Uh, Rob, remind me what your title is because it's so darn long <laughs> and I didn't write it down. Director of Insight and.
1: Director of Insight that is my title. That's it? Well, there's
2: other lines there, there. though. It's an like and. Directors of Insight Economics and Research.
1: On oh, the Economics and Research team.
2: That is correct. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. I see what that is. I thought you were the director of all of those things.
1: Oh, goodness no. no.
2: no, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's a member of a team. There's no I in <laughs> no. team J. L. and I. Rob, let's talk diversification today.
1: Yes, an old long-standing issue in Alberta and one that uh, is still as current Um, as it ever was. And I was looking at some numbers on Alberta's manufacturing sector that I think helps put the diversification challenge into perspective. And when we look at those manufacturing numbers, because that's a sector we tend to think about as a place where we could maybe find some diversification opportunities, it turns out, not surprisingly, it's rather small um, compared to our oil and gas sector in terms of its economic impact. So our oil and gas sector accounts for about 27% of Alberta's real GDP Mm -hmm. compared to about 6% um, for the manufacturing sector. So although that sector is still very important and it employs over 115,000 people in often well-paying jobs, relative to oil and gas, it's about five times smaller. Hmm. So if we're going to diversify, if part of that reason to diversify is to sort of replace oil and gas as it maybe declines in the years ahead, we've got a big challenge ahead of us.
0: Yeah, so in other words, a huge gap to fill. It's easy to say diversification, but I I get where you're coming from. So put that in perspective in terms of other provinces.
1: Well, this is where it stands out even more. Um, When we look at Ontario, which is is a manufacturing, you know, the traditional manufacturing heartland of the country along with Quebec, Um, their manufacturing sector is about 13% of their economy compared to six here in Alberta. And it accounted for $81 billion in, um, in economic, uh, in real GDP last year. Our oil and gas sector here in Alberta, almost exactly the same economic impact, $79 billion. So that to me is just eye-popping in the sense that if we were to, if we had to replace our oil and gas sector, which we don't in the short term at least, um, we'd have to come up with a manufacturing sector equivalent to the entire manufacturing
0: sector in our largest province in ontario wow so let's Again, just let's just break that down for a second <laughs> though rob because here's the problem with percentages although i know you put a dollar figure to it the problem with percentages is if we talk about me giving 10 percent of my income to charity and jaylyn giving 10 percent of her income to charity she's giving way more to charity so um and i hope you got the subtlety of that by the way jaylyn um <laughs> so in terms of billions of dollars, so $79 billion is our oil industry compared to, did you say, $81 billion uh, is the manufacturing uh, contribution? Sure. Okay. And, and how do the two economies compare?
1: Well, if we break it down to, to sort of make it equivalent by population, our manufacturing sales in Alberta was about 14000 15000 per Albertan they are about 22,000 per person in Ontario. Okay. Um, so our manufacturing sector um, per person isn't that far. I mean, it is smaller than Ontario's for sure, but it's not that far off the Canadian average. In fact, before the recession, it was actually a bit above the Canadian average. But I think the issue is um, we get so much extra benefit from our oil and gas um, relative to our population. That's where the, the challenge... Um, <laughs> in terms of diversification comes in, to actually think about replacing that, it really sort of boggles the mind.
0: So let me ask you this, and not getting too political, but (laughs) so if you're talking about, um, because I also want to ask you about what, you know, Alberta's oil and gas industry contributes to Canada's uh, gross domestic product and how we would need the protection of, Uh, you know, our federal government. But but I I know you economists don't like to get into politics, so let me ask you this instead. If we wanted to grow our manufacturing uh, numbers expeditiously, wouldn't we do more manufacturing with our greatest resource, oil and gas?
1: Well, that is the other kicker, Andrew. I mean, you put your finger right on it. Not only is our our manufacturing sector smaller than our oil and gas sector in relative terms, it also relies very heavily and, and sort of follows the fortunes of our oil and gas sector because mm. a big chunk of what we produce, what we manufacture, are derived from our oil and gas uh, raw resources. So we make a lot of gasoline and jet fuel and plastic and, and other petrochemicals. And we also sell back a lot of machinery and fabricated metals into the oil and gas sector mm. that they use to um, harvest oil and gas and transport it. So there's a really tight and intimate relationship um, between manufacturing in our province and our oil and gas sector. So you're right, if we want to opportunities to grow manufacturing, we have to do that outside our traditional strengths. The good news is our agri-food business, which is another natural resource, our agriculture, it has been growing, and and it is a significant chunk. So uh, that's an area where diversification has had some real traction.
0: Well, that's good, because you you just scared me there for a second, because, uh, (laughs) you know, when you think about it, and there's no reason to, and this is where, you know, maybe we get political again, there's no reason to believe that this resource is going to run out anytime soon, or that there's, you know, the demand for it will run out anytime soon. But with the manufacturing, the fortunes of the manufacturing uh, sector being tied so closely to the oil and gas Mm -hmm. sector, we have to ensure, I would think, both as a province and a country, that that sector of the economy stay very healthy and get the support of all levels of
1: government? Absolutely. I mean, from an economic perspective, it is critical to Alberta. has a huge impact um, across the country because Ontario's manufacturing sector also sells a lot of its products, its machinery, um, not exclusively, obviously, to Alberta, but a good chunk of it does end up back in the energy patch here. So our oil and gas, you know, if we just want to Grow manufacturing for the sake of it. That's a good idea. More jobs, uh, more economic growth. But the idea of replacing oil and gas in the short term, it's a non-starter. Longer term, we're looking at, you know, this is going to take decades. Um, And in the meantime, I think you're right, Andrew, we need to make sure that the oil and gas uh, doesn't get neglected while we try to um, think about the future when maybe the the, the globe is going to use less of of our products.
0: Well, I'm so happy to hear you say all of that, uh, Rob, because, uh, and economists rarely do, uh, you know, it's it's a sort of a pie-in-the-sky thing when economists say, well, wouldn't it be great if we replaced this one sector with that or we bolstered this other sector that's, you know, not getting a lot of play in our province? But when you when you look at the numbers like you've just done, it's, the gap is so huge. And and even some of those numbers aren't true for the reasons we just mentioned, that some of those manufacturer numbers, a lot of them are tied to that very industry. So, you know, I, I get... I think
1: it's a good idea to remember these numbers is how important oil and gases we know that here but it's also a good reminder for our friends outside the province yes in
0: Ottawa. great conversation great topic thanks so much for it rob
1: thanks jalen thanks andrew yeah, i just sat back and
2: listened to that one again so there you go thanks rob we'll talk to you next week so who out there won the 60 million dollars
0: no kidding. Sixty million bucks. Apparently, the ticket purchased in the Prairies somewhere claimed uh, that colossal sixty million dollars Lotto Max jackpot. And even if you're not the winner of the sixty million, there were also fifteen max million prizes of a million dollars each up for grabs. And three yeah. of them were won by ticket holders in Quebec, Ontario, and the Prairies. Uh-huh. Interesting. Now we had tickets with the office. We had
2: tickets with the office. I haven't heard Did you one check way or the another. Numbers? I we're, haven't checked the numbers. We're no. really
0: relying on the honesty of our salespeople, eh? Yes. Because that's who organizes our uh, office draw. And it's just one of the 60 million, you know. They
2: got emailed to us. Yeah, I know, but who checks them? Yeah, in? who's checking them? Well, I checked to see if we won the big one. Did we? No.
0: Oh, I suppose you would have mentioned but it But I didn't by check now. the
2: max millions because there were so many to check. I didn't. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. That was too extraneous, but I did check. I honestly checked to see if we oh, won. Okay, so we didn't win. Not the 60 million. Uh, okay. All right, well,
0: 60 million yeah. would have ruined my life anyway. I remember, there was 10 involved, so we would have each gotten... No, there was more than that at oh, the end, it, yeah. did it grow to more? Six. 20? I don't know how That'd many people in it. the
2: final list. You actually have to read, look at your emails once in a while. Yeah, I you know goes. what? I, I've got a,
0: uh, it, <laughs> Here's my problem is I swipe left. Uh, on my phone and on my uh, You Tinder us? Sort of because on my festival account and my personal account that just takes it off my phone Mm. but it's still there when I get home but I keep forgetting on my chat account (laughs) swiping left I don't know where it sends it.
2: I the had, FM? I don't, I don't know where it goes. <laughs> I had pretty much forgotten about the Lotto Max until I walked in today, and there was a beautiful blue Corvette parked out front. And a big bow and ribbon and on I it? And I thought to myself, nope, if I win the Lotto, that's what I have to buy my husband.
0: Oh, yeah, for right? sure. That's yeah, his That's car. my first thought, too, what I do for my wife. Um, $60 million, I would be so gone. You, you would never see me You don't even, never,
2: you don't even me remember me her favorite coffee, let alone remember what kind of vehicle
0: she'd want. Please, come on, don't put me on the spot like that.
2: Carol's favorite coffee? Mm.
0: It is... I can't find it.
2: Yeah, it's on your phone. It's a latte. My husband knows it. I know. You don't know it. I know, it's not right. (laughs) It's something from the... You know, I used second to get, cup or something. I used to think I was a great catch. Yeah, it is from the second <laughs> cup. I used to think I was, but I'm, I've really failed as a husband. Someone says is just a tax on the stupid. Whatever. Yeah. But When I went, I have no problem sinking like ten bucks a week into it for the, the the possibility. Yeah. And if you don't want to separate yourself from your ten dollar bill, then that's your right. Guess See, what? Freedom of choice. That's that's another funny thing.
0: So I don't play Lotto Max uh, except in the office yeah. pool. I play uh, six forty nine, mm-hmm. and I play the same numbers twice yeah. a week. Right. So one day, Carol and I are just talking about this uh, $60 million jackpot, and she's like, so did you get your tickets? Because I don't always remember to go and get mm-hmm. my tickets. Uh, and I said, well, I did, but I don't play Lotto Max. She goes, what are you playing? I'm like, 649. She goes, oh. You should be playing Lotto Max. I'm like, well, have you won far more on Lotto Max that you've not mentioned to me? I can lose on whatever lottery I choose to lose oh, on. Exactly. I do often win, though.
2: We and, actually have the app. Actually, I think it's my mother-in-law has the app on her iPhone. To scan the tickets? scan
0: so you can just check it at home. Oh, I've been trying to find an app like that. They don't all... You yeah. know, they, none of them guarantee that they're accurate, right?
2: Well, you need to actually probably... if, if Yeah, I would double-check yeah. them.
0: Hey, uh, speaking of uh, coming into riches, how about this guy? A very similar story uh, months, perhaps even a year ago in Canada. Do you remember the guy from the Mint who was uh, smuggling blanks out? Do you remember that guy? Oh, yeah. He had the gold pucks up his... Up his, uh, you know what? His duchus. Yeah. I remember at the time uh, tweeting that he'll stand trial because he can't sit. Uh, So it's happened again, but not here in Canada. Sri Lankan man, uh, he raised suspicions at an airport. By the way, he kept looking around in the departure lounge. uh, Didn't seem to be walking right. He was found to be carrying... Two point two pounds or one kilogram <laughs> of gold jewelry. Like this is in
2: the same place, like necklaces and stuff like that. Straight up, yeah. this was not uh,
0: nope. you know pock rounded nope. edges or anything. This was like chains and brooches and my goodness, forty five year old guy. He was headed to India. He was arrested at uh, Colombo Airport on Sunday. Uh, they said he, as I say, he was suspicious. They x rayed him. The value of the jewelry uh, about fifty thousand Canadian. He was freed on a uh, payment of 100,000 rupees. Um, And Customs says that such method of smuggling, quite common. Not necessarily gold, jewelry, but quite Mm -hmm. common. The gold, if you're wondering, was wrapped in plastic bags before being inserted. There were four of
2: them. Yeah, yeah, okay. Wow. You know, I, I was actually quite surprised to realize it was... His shifty eyes that got him into trouble, because yeah. I'm guessing it was, would have been shifting otherwise, wiggling in his seat or... I thought that same thing, You know, thing the way too. he walked, you know, something like that.
0: Should we should we check out that guy who's walking by? Ow, 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 <laughs> ow. That's the guy you'd probably go, there's something...
2: You're just sitting on, on the one side of your chin, yeah, like on the one side right over. Look, exactly. like you got a bad back or something. And if you're really
0: good at it, it's probably not your first time. They should probably look into his travel history. Although I guess at this point, too late to. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Man, I mean, I want to. Why are people smuggling gold? Can you not? I guess. I suppose you just can't take it out of the country, or you can't take a certain amount out.
2: Uh, yeah. You know what? That is a bit of a good question. Because that'd I don't be know. the
0: worst if you found out it was actually why, illegal.
2: Why didn't he just wear the necklaces? Yeah. Well, they I, put the rings on and and wear the necklaces. Why wouldn't you just do that? Why? What about
0: that? So it's got to be illegal. I
2: get the I get the the pucks from the from sure, the mint, sure. but. Can you
0: imagine smuggling using that method? Something that it turned out later was legal. <laughs> that's just embarrassing, right? I don't even know if that's a crime. Less, like if they lesson learned, right? If they were like, it's a can of Coke, <laughs> you can actually carry that. Oh, not through security though. So yeah, no, totally makes sense. The six thirty Chad afternoon news
2: with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.